Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. A hardworking Maltese fisherman, Jesmark, is faced with an agonizing choice. He can repair his leaky Luzu, a traditional multicolored wooden fishing boat, in the hopes of eking out a meager living for his wife and newborn son, just as his father and grandfather did before him. Or he can decommission it in exchange for a European Union payout and cast his lot with a sinister black market operation that is decimating the Mediterranean fish population and the livelihoods of local families who depend on it. Luzu won Sundance Grand Jury Prize for its non-professional lead actor, Jesmark Sikluna, a real-life Maltese fisherman, and heralds the arrival of writer, director, and editor Alex Camilleri. And with that, I'd like to welcome to the program writer, director, and editor Alex Camilleri, as well as the lead actor, Jesmark Sikluna. To both of you, welcome to Film School Radio. Thank you. Great to be here. Alex Camilleri your film Luzu is told in a style that some would recognize as neorealism or cinema verite. I'd like to talk about what inspired the story of Luzu and why did you take this particular approach to telling the story? Well, the film was somehow a lifetime in, in the making because um, I grew up in America shortly after my parents emigrated from Malta. So I always felt like I had a foot in both worlds. We traveled back to Malta as often as we could. And I always felt a very strong connection to my heritage. And of course, then growing up and being interested in making movies, it was clear to me from a a young age that I kind of just make some sense of my life. It would just be natural to try to tell stories in Malta. And most importantly, to tell the the kinds of stories I'd never really seen told in cinema there. Uh, Malta doesn't have a lot of uh, homegrown film production, even though it services Hollywood films as a shooting location. Part of it just grew out of my love and feeling of connection for the country. And then I was so interested in, in the world of traditional fishing because it's so tied in a way to the identity of the Maltese islands. And yet not many people seem to know much about it. And there was perhaps a, a nostalgic view of the Maltese fishermen. And I wanted to uh, explore that and, and maybe get beyond the, the nostalgic or sentimental view of, of what this ancient trade was about and explore it in the modern context. And that, of course, led me to tell this story, which calls to mind those Italian uh, films from the post-war period, but I think also uh, crucially updates it and is, again, exploring a, a very modern look at fishing in the Mediterranean. Yeah, and there there is this uh, tension in the film of the the old and the new, the, the traditional as versus the, the more modern approach to making a living, uh, casting in some ways, foregoing the old traditions. And that's where I'm going to bring Jesmark Schickluna into the uh, conversation. Tell me a little bit about your background before you came to, to this project, this film project, Jesmark. So I'm a fisherman by trade. I've been fishing since... I was a young boy. I've seen in this last 29 years, the fishing trade change from a traditional one to a more modern and 
far different fishing style we had in Malta. This is a result of a lot of things, climate change, the way fish is consumed, everything has changed. So the film really depicts literally the change of fishing uh, on a small scale fisheries. I should have mentioned before I asked you that question that you are the lead actor in the film. It's really your story that we that we follow in the film. In collaboration, did you, in terms of putting the character together, in terms of the approach to the role, what the arc of the story was going to be, what was your collaboration with Alex? So since day one, Alex had already done a lot of research from the day we, from day one we met, he already knew certain processes which occurred from the European side, from the local laws. So he already had that good idea of what happens around fishing. Obviously, we had a lot of discussions. We met a lot. We had a lot of meetings, let's put them in a way, where he came with us fishing. We would spend hours a week fixing the nets, talking, bringing up scenarios from the fishing life so he could build my character in the film, which really he really put it in a in a way where he really got out what happens in a fisherman's life some struggles the family life not being at home so in a certain way it's around the fisherman's life the character is a real fisherman which he depicted quite well your role and obviously your approach to it are so important to telling the story and you bring this for lack of a better word, this gravitas to the, your performance, it feels very much like um, you're, this is in real time in terms of the, the story and the marital problems, raising a child, all of the pressures that are brought to bear on someone in a community or a culture in transition. And that's what I've got, got from your performances. You had to make some very hard choices in, as a, your character. Uh, and it really comes across beautifully in terms of there's no perfect decision to be made here. There's a lot of damage done either way, whether you stay in the the old tradition or you you go into a more new approach to making a living, right? Yes. So sometimes you have to take those decisions. Maybe not that big of a decision, but sometimes certain decisions need to be made. You did it beautifully. Alex, in terms of just getting into the Maltese culture, you had mentioned just there's not a a tremendous amount of Maltese film history. And just in terms of your approach to capturing it, which I thought you did beautifully. What was the reaction of the Maltese community to you coming in there to do a story about them? You know, it was interesting. I I did some research. I spoke to a lot of fishermen even before meeting Jesmark and David, who are the central uh, fisherman characters in the film. People were quite open with me. I I think that it's true that if you ask questions and if you're interested in people's lives, they'll reward you. And I think they were touched on some level that an outsider really was concerned with what was going on and that I was after a certain level of detail. Um, All of that was important to me for the story, but on a human to human level, I found the struggles that they were facing so compelling. And Mm -hmm. that drew me further into the project, but also gave me a faith that if I'm an outsider and I find this to be a fascinating story in a couple of years, once we can put this on a 
you know, a cinema screen, you know, it could really touch a lot of people on that personal level. Working with Chesmark and David, I mean, they, they really um, embraced the process and became partners. You know, I, we built the, the story around them, taking aspects of the real lives, but transforming it for the film. And like Chesmark was mentioning, we did uh, a lot of building of the characters together. Sometimes it just meant going out and fishing together. And I would just kind of try to soak up as much as I could. And sometimes, you know, those would lead into, I'd maybe just be shooting some documentary footage, but then we would fold it in and improvise a scene. And I would record that scene and use their improvised dialogues in the script. So in that way, the, just the, the micro community between me, Jesmark and David was forged in a, I think in a really beautiful way during the, the preparation of the film. Yeah. Well, you can see that in the characters, the other characters who are in the film, they, to me, are apparently from the community. I don't don't think you brought people in for that for that or or did you? Those are all yeah. I'm so glad you mentioned. There's some amazing faces, really kind of smaller characters in this film, but those are all real fishermen. And we really have to thank Jesmark and David for just being able to call up their friends and that we had that level of uh, trust with our leads and that you know they were respected in their own community that um, at a moment's notice, you know, we could call a gang of fishermen to come in and, you know, sort of chew the scenery uh, as you see in the, at a couple moments in the film. Well, in some ways, many of the people in the film are going through much of the same that the character uh, is going through in, in it, I'm sure. So it's, there's something very organic or there's something very kind of uh, connected about the entire operation. It, it, it feels like to me, uh, um, in the last minute or so I have with you, by the way, I want to let people know, uh, Lutsu is, uh, is going to be out in theaters in um, Los Angeles on October 22nd. Um, it's being released through Kino Lorber. It's also rolling out in New York on October 15th. So we'll be looking for this. Very well received at Sundance. It's had a great festival run. Congratulations on that. Congratulations to both of you for that. But in terms of the people who are in the film, have we have they had a chance to see it? And is the, what's the reaction been? Either one of you can take that uh, if you'd like. Uh, um, just well, Mark, I'll, or go yeah, ahead. I'll okay. jump in first to say that, yeah, we just had a release in Malta um, just last month, and uh, it's been received ex in an extraordinary fashion. Uh, the response we've gotten locally is just, uh, I mean, really humbling. I think it's fair to say that a film like this with this sensibility hasn't quite been made before in Malta and the the kinds of feedback that we've gotten are um you know people saying they're they're seeing their country their faces their language on screen for the first time and that's meant a great deal to them so in the general it's uh it's been a, a real success here and maybe Jesmark you can speak about maybe some of the the people who your brother <laughs> your, your brother <laughs> A lot of the fishermen hadn't the opportunity to see it yet, so we didn't really have much feedback of them seeing themselves on the screen. But a lot of them are really proud. They were part of this because they could deliver a message in one of the most powerful ways that they could. And not just here in Malta, but all around the fishing community in the Mediterranean, because every place we've been connected to the Mediterranean, they've had like the same problems. And when they got to know this, the, the local fishermen, 
they were like, oh, at least it's not just, just us, you know, it, it's a fight we might win if we like had to join and maybe pick up a discussion. But even walking now, a lot of people have seen it in the cinema more than I expected, actually. And uh, a lot of people are quite proud that with the Maltese language, we made it all around the world. So it really makes them proud. So. Okay. Well, congratulations to both of you and congratulations to your work with Romain Barani, one of my favorite filmmakers. Congratulations on the collaborative effort. The film again is called Lutsu and uh, the director, Alex Camilleri, as well as Jesmark Shikluna has joined us today for this uh, terrific conversation about it. Check it out. As I said, it comes out in New York on October 15th and here in Los Angeles on October 22nd through uh, being released through Kino Lorber. So that means there'll be virtual opportunities as well as theatrical opportunities to see the film. Good luck to you both. Congratulations on your role, Jesmark, and look forward to more work from you in, in the world of cinema, if that's what you want to do. And uh, Alex, thank you so very much for your time and, and uh, spending it with us today. Thank you. Thanks so much, Mike. Thank you. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.